Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Okay, folks, how's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. As the intro said, I'm your host, Shane Lakita, and I'm here to talk to you again about our journeys, about ways that we connect, about ways to be better, about ways that I try to be able to just go through life and do the things that I have to do. I'm glad you're here with me. I'm 100% appreciative of each and every one of you guys for listening to me, putting headphones on, putting me on your computers, putting me on your speakers or whatever, and listening to me ramble about my journey and where I'm at with everything and all the support that I received through feedback and comments and feedback on iTunes and, and Spotify and emails, which you can reach me at liquidshano1973 at gmail.com, all the different platforms that I'm on, the Instagram platform, on Facebook, on anything to be able to help promote this podcast along with No Finish Line Nation are really important things to me. And it's so important that I hear from you guys because it really keeps me moving forward and staying in a positive realm and making sure that I can keep on bringing positive content to you guys. Now, I know last week I took a, a, a week off of being able to do a one-on-one podcast with you and me and the microphone and us having a great conversation, and I really focused around an interview that I did with my son. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please, before you listen to this episode, go back and listen to the very last one because you're going to listen to the insight of a 14-year-old kid that basically is going through high school, going through bullying, going through social classes, going through all of these things that they go through, that they're faced with peer pressure, when they're faced with bullying, they're faced with all this different stuff that they're faced with in school. And he really lends some insight of how he approaches those things, even from a 14-year-old mind. And it's interesting because I felt like as we were doing the interview and we were talking, we were discussing things, I felt like his approach to some of the things that he goes through or the things that he does is even 10 times more mature than like 75% of the other adults that I have or that I'm friends with or that I talk to that go through similar stuff in their lives where we look for things like acceptance and social classes and love and being cherished or valued in those things. We search for the same exact things that they search for at 14, but we do it as an adult and it seems to have that much more magnitude around it, right? So at the end of the day, do me a favor, listen to that podcast. If you're just searching for little tips and pointers of things, ways to think differently, or if you're raising a teenage kid yourself and you're really having a struggle being able to communicate with them or anything like that, do just pop on there, listen to the podcast and be able to do it. It was something that I enjoyed very much. The other thing is with me thinking about going down the road of doing some interviews more and more, I want to be in the space that I want to be effective with these interviews and I want to be somebody that's going to add value to your life by listening to the interview and being able to go through the interview process. So I've got a few in the hopper that I want to be able to do here soon. Fellow podcasters, I've got an author, I've got a buddy that cooks, and I'm sure you know who he is with the Mud Hustler. I've got all these different people that I want to be able to interview and bring a lot of value to you. And so your feedback is what's going to help move this thing forward as I play in the space of doing interviews with other people. 
whether it's I want to hear this type of content or a question that you might have. If I make an announcement that I'm going to be doing an interview with somebody, maybe you have a couple questions you want to ask them or anything like that. Your feedback is paramount for me to be able to continue to push forward and be successful and make this a valuable asset and piece to your journey. The other piece to it is through our patron page. If you want to become a patron at www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk, that's my patron page. And what you can do is you could sign up to be a patron to be able to receive free swag, to get private podcasts just made for you guys, to be able to sit down, have exclusive content brought to the table, even some things like extra additions towards the interviews or whatever else I'm going to be posting there. And I do little mini podcasts just for the patrons of the page. So if you want to become a patron, like I said, that website is www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk and go on there sign up to be a patron there's three different levels to sign up for to become a patron to donate to the page to be able to help continue to elevate and move this podcast forward especially if i'm getting down the road of doing effective and really good interviews and high quality stuff that we're being able to bring to the table okay so we're going to get this podcast started here today with the content of everything and it's going to be about just to give you a little bit of a snapshot of what it's going to be about it's going to be about making sure we are defining what success looks like and not relying on other people to define that success and also creating our own lane to get there and identifying what works for us okay so get your thinking caps on let's get to thinking about a different stuff that we want to be able to move forward with and to be able to utilize some of the content that we're bringing out here to be able to use in your journeys okay we're going to get this thing rolling Okay, guys, so we went through a little bit more of the details of what the podcast, the rest of this podcast is going to be about, and it's been something that's been on my mind for a little bit of a period of time anyway, as I'm listening to our read success stories or I'm on No Finish Line Nation, which again, as I've referenced many times on my podcast before, is a closed Facebook page. If you get a chance, type in your little search button on the Facebook site, go on there and type in No Finish Line Nation. And then log right in, subscribe, get in there, be able to be around inspirational people. But one of the things that I was listening to was a lot of people that are on there might talk a lot about what they think success might look like, right? So they might go to a personal trainer. They may go to friends and family. They kind of identify with what that, what that looks like as success for them. And a lot of people, some people use the scale as being a level of success. Some people use the way their clothes fit as levels of success. Some people use their health benefits, like as in blood pressure or glucose levels or diabetes or anything like that as being levels of success as well. And my point around this is, is that everybody's level of success is different. Okay. And so what happens is a lot of times we base our level of success on what other people tell us a lot of times. Let's think about this, right? When we're younger and we're little kids and we're growing up, a lot of times girls will play with Barbies, maybe guys will play with G.I. Joe's or vice versa. It doesn't matter. Whatever floats your boat. And here we are playing with these toys. We're kind of learning what the dynamic of what a perfect 
body is or a perfect person is or who a role model might be through some of the toys that we play, right? So G.I. Joe, you know, you got your masculine, muscular army build of a guy that's out there being able to make these great decisions to do good for others and we're good to go. But he's stacked, right? He's like this big, huge house of a guy and is almost indestructible and chiseled arms and abs and steel and everything else going on. Or just vice versa, Barbies. You know, my sister used to play with Barbies. I used to look at the Barbie and go, wow, like, that's crazy to me. Nobody looks like that, right? But we started to form what we thought acceptable and what we thought success might look like in life based on some of the things that we are subject to when we're when we're younger. So a Barbie is somebody that isn't realistic, right? But it could be, I guess for some people, but isn't realistic with the makeup and the body makeup and the and the and everything's just so small and thin and all those things. And we start off so young learning what society depicts as being success is and they and then next thing you know it's flashed in front of us all throughout our whole entire childhood. Think about it, right? So now we're going from G.I. Joes and Barbies to then we go to things like movies or we go to things like sitcoms and shows on TV and people that we look up to and people that we see on the television that are perfectly toned, perfect, like they're this epitome of what we think perfection might look like. And we think when we open up a magazine, a Cosmopolitan magazine or a, or a Vogue or, or whatever magazines or Men's Health or Sports Illustrated or whatever, and all these different mediums that we're, that we're privy to as we're growing up and we're going into creates this almost euphoric image of what life should be about and what we should try to go for and who we should shoot for. Now, there are certain people that can look at those types of things and look at those goals and those aspirations and they work their tails off to get there and there is nothing against any of that. Like by all means, if you're able to work your way around to make yourself so in in that perfect mode and get yourself to where you are physically, through workouts, through eating right, through all the different things that you need to do and they work their tail off and they get there, kudos, hats off. That's a very low percentage of people that can actually obtain that, to be honest with you. But here's the thing. Even those people that have those perfect exteriors, those chiseled abs, those arms of steel, those the chest that bulges out, all those different things that we're really talking about, all the different aspects that are very surface level that we consider to be outcomes of good things that we want to be able to achieve and whatever goals that we're trying to shoot for, those people too also have problems on the inside. They got stuff that they're trying to accomplish that they can't really necessarily achieve on the inside when their outside looks so great. I think many of you have heard before, a lot of times in social media, we we're in this space where we play with what your image might look like. So you've got filters that you put on your images for your Instagram pages or your Facebook pages. And you've got all these little filters or these thinning items that you can put your photo through like a, a, a image reshaping software or whatever it is. And we got all these little things that we can do. So when people post selfies or they post all these pictures and whatever else, one, are you really seeing the product that's actually being displayed? Two, they may be all smiles and they may be all ready to go, but on the inside, what's going on? 
Are they just doing that for clicks, likes, and admiration? Or are they doing that because they want to feel better about themselves? Then great. Or if they, are they doing that because they want to show off their hard work, but they're, they're, they're simply sad inside? Nobody's perfect. And that's the, that's the content or that's the theme of this podcast. Everybody wants to be in this state where we want to be at this perfect state, this perfect place of your body's perfect, your, your finances are perfect, your relationship is perfect. You know, if you really look at one of the hardest things to be able to accomplish in life, that is a relationship with another person, okay? Now, this isn't a marriage counseling session that I'm doing here on the podcast, but this is something that I wanted to reflect on because relationships are one of the hardest things to be able to accomplish and be successful with in the world. I mean, think about that. You've got two totally different people of different walks of life, different breeds, different everything, different families they come from, different backgrounds, different everything that they have, living in a small little box that they live in to be able to be compatible with each other when they may not be all that compatible. And so you got to work and you got to dig in. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on. There's fights, there's there's arguments, there's ups, there's downs, there's there's good days and bad days and there's all that stuff and you getting through it to be able to keep moving on to build a, a good relationship with each other and learn your ins and outs and the flexibility of listening and all that stuff are all important qualities of a good relationship. But not all relationships that you might see are perfect. As a matter of fact, there isn't one relationship that is absolutely perfect. Now, the way that they communicate, the way that they talk to each other, their flexibility, their ability to be able to bend, their ability to be able to forgive, their ability to be able to listen, to be able to be heard, and all those things, all those things are really important in a relationship. That doesn't mean that the relationship is perfect. It means that you guys work on those things to be able to try to come to a really common ground. Now, my point is, we may look at Joe Schmo and Sally Sue down the road and say their relationship's per- perfect, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know what's going on on the undercovers and underbelly of that relationship. So what we, what, the point that I'm trying to make here is we have a society that's built around creating what it thinks is the perfect world. It, it, it paints a picture for you of what success might look like. And I feel like it's, unrealistic expectations that it sets for you because you can be the best version of yourself and not look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can be the best version of yourself and not look like Christy Brinkley. You can be the best version of yourself and not have the perfect house or all the money in the world. As a matter of fact, a lot of people with a lot of money are probably more unhappy than people that are struggling to be able to get through day by day. You see, I look at it like this. Society gives you this framework of things that you need to, to to be or to become to be successful. We think we need money. We don't need money for happiness. We think we do, but we don't. We think we need good looks. Well, you know, sometimes you can really look through some of the exterior looks that a person might have if you really get to the bottom and the core of who that person is as a person, their heart, their soul, the way that they respond to things and all that stuff. And we uncover the and we peel back those onion layers to be able to uncover this this gem, this diamond, this this angel that's under there versus somebody that just looks so Don Juan DeMarco on the outside, but then when you start peeling it back, you find out they're just an ass and they really are they act in, inappropriate or really poorly. So society gives you this image of what perfection looks like. So the first part of this podcast is going to be about we need to define what that perfect state looks like for us. 
and set those realistic expectations in our mind. Lower them a little bit. Now, I know a lot of people will say you shouldn't lower your expectations for yourself. What I'm saying is to give yourself realistic expectations and then give yourself things to shoot for, okay? You may not have the six-pack abs. Maybe it's not in your genes. Maybe you're just not made up that way. Maybe you can't get the fact that you can have six-pack abs or lean, lean muscle machines, but you are healthy and you are you have lean muscle under maybe an exterior of a little bit of fat layer on there that's on there. But your body fat content looks really good. You're healthy. Your heart's pumping. Your blood pressure's down. All that good stuff that you can then define what perfection might look like for you. But I want to, I want to clear one thing up. Nothing is perfect, okay? So when I say to define what perfection looks like for you, I, I should reach, I should change those words around a little bit, okay? What it should be is, is how can I get to a place where I'm the best version of me? That's what we should change it to. There's no perfect state because people that make you think that they're in a perfect state are not in a perfect state. There's a whole lot of stuff going on with people that project or emit perfection when you really get into the deep layers of who those people are, you find out very quickly that there's a lot of imperfections that the external exterior posture that they're bringing to the table is not something that is actually as perfect as what you might think. As a matter of fact, I probably wouldn't envy that person one single bit. Okay, money can be nice. Money can be great. But does money make you happy? So my point is define what the best version of you looks like. Make sure that you're giving yourself realistic expectations of what you want to become. And then even if you want to be able to create those realistic expectations to give yourself bite-sized chunks to get there. So if you want to, let's say for instance, you want to lose weight. And instead of going, I want to lose 210 pounds or 155 pounds, and I want to be a lean, mean machine, give yourself achievable obtainable and realistic goals of saying, okay, my first goal will be 25 pounds and I'm going to do that through proper eating and I want to really focus on this piece of it. Realistically, I know that I can't get there at the snap of a finger. Realistically, I know I can't get there at the end of a pill that I might be able to take. Realistically, I've got to work and I got to grind it out and I got to go and make that happen. Set realistic goals and set a really true time frame of what that looks like for yourself. Because if you set yourself up for too lofty of a goal, you're going to fail. I would say probably 2 to 3% of society that's out there that sets those lofty goals, achieve those lofty goals, and kudos to you. I am so proud of you. That's awesome. But the 98% of the rest of society that sets those lofty goals that are unachievable or unattainable at that moment in time, usually set yourself up for failure, and then we slide down the road of doing bad behaviors and the things that we don't want to do in the first place of why we wanted to make the change, okay? So first of all, don't go by what society gets sets for perfection for you. Don't go by photos and movies and those kind of things. Don't go by what mom and dad think is perfect either. Generationally, we change from generation to generation. Whatever mom and dad say that you should do probably isn't that relatable to where we're at in society nowadays. So you need to define what your best version of you looks like. You need to give yourself a vision board of your own personal character and who you are as a person. Put that picture of who you think you should be on the wall. And it doesn't, like I said, doesn't have to be that perfect state. It can be a better version of who you are right now. 
because that's really all we should be striving for, to be better than what we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today, okay? That's really the state of mind that we should be in because if you go through life like that and being able to do great things each day and continuing to push forward, even if you had a setback for that day, guess what? The next day, you can continue to try to be better than you were yesterday even with that setback. So redefine what expectations look like for you. Take a look and take a really deep look inside and think to yourself, what is it that I want out of the journey that I'm putting myself on? If I want to be a runner, is it the fact that I want a marathon, want to run a marathon, or is it the fact that I want to run a 5K and be able to just not get winded and be able to run the whole thing and drink a beer at the end or whatever else? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? Redefine your expectations. Redefine what you are looking at as being a state of success for yourself. Don't set unrealistic expectations for yourself because we do it oh so often. Because we might look at, let's say, for instance, you're in in a weight loss plan with somebody, right? And you guys are both going at it and you guys both have a lot of weight to lose. So let's say, for instance, a husband and wife go into it. And as we all know, a lot of times husbands do lose weight a little quicker than wives do. And it's, it's just like a scientific fact of the way that the metabolism goes. And it's frustrating for the wives and frustrating for the men to be able to hear that too. And all the things that happen with it. But let's say, for instance, we start to then compare what expectations are for the husband than it is for the wife. And the wife goes, wow, he's really heading towards that goal. He set a goal of 150 pounds. He's going to get that. I want to set the same goal for myself because I know I can too. Okay, that's great. But is that realistic? And I want to do it in the same time frame that he did it. Okay, that's great. But is that realistic? Or I want to lose 200 pounds, which would put me about 20 pounds below the BMI, but I've never been below 200. Is that realistic right now? Or is that realistic something you can think about later? Because right now, you want to shoot towards whatever that goal is that you want to be able to accomplish and accommodate and keep pushing for. So that's the first thing. Setting realistic, true expectations of you to be the best version of you that is out there. That's the first step. The second step is, is that we need to stay in our lane. We need to stay in our own lane of making sure we know that our journey is our journey. We can't let other external influences impede on or deflect or move us from the track that we want to be able to go towards achieving our goal. There's a lot of external influences that are out there, whether they're other people that give opinions, whether it's a job, whether it's food, whether it's fast food down the road, whether it's injury, whatever it is, there's so many external factors that come into play that want to take you off course, number one, of your lane that you're parking in right now to go for the goal that you're trying to be able to accomplish. So not only have you set realistic expectations for yourself, but now it's even harder to get there because you got stuff getting in the way. So think about that. First of all, plan for option B. Plan for option C. Do whatever it takes to make sure that you've got a backup to a backup to a backup on your plans to make sure that if what you've already defined as being your true best version of yourself and you want to work towards that and you're you're digging in and you're trying to be able to move forward, don't let things get in the way. Keep pushing forward. Overcome those obstacles and keep going. The other piece to it is, Don't compare yourself to other individuals. 
There are many people that are going through similar journeys as we are every single day. You might befriend them. Maybe there's somebody that you've met along the way at the gym or those kind of things. Don't compare yourself to other individuals. Stay in your lane because your journey is your story. Your story are your obstacles. Your obstacles are everything that you have to go through, not what they have to go through. You might ask for advice. Maybe there's a little bit of things that you can do or things that you can ask for advice to be able to overcome certain things that are, that are sent your way or you know, you're get, that are getting in your way from getting to the finish line and the finished product of what you want to be able to get to. That's okay. Asking for advice is okay. At reaching out to people to be able to, to give you that lending hand is okay. But remember... Don't compare yourself to other people. Stay in your lane. Because once you start to do that, I think that there's an old adage, and I've talked about it on the podcast before. Comparison is the thief of joy. When you compare yourself to other people, you usually end up failing because you're not moving fast as them. You're not having as much definition with your muscles as them. You're not running as quick as they are. You're not losing weight as quick as they're going. You're not moving up the professional chain as fast as they are. You're not doing all these things. You're comparing yourself to other people instead of really truly just focusing on you and being the best version that you can be for yourself. And I know that everybody that's listening to this podcast can relate to that. Every one of us. Because we all compare. We all do. And I open this podcast, this the, the, the content of this podcast with we already set ourselves on realistic expectations to being able to do the things that we need to do, whether it's defined by society, whether it's defined by family, whether it's defined by whatever. So first, we have to right-size that and give ourselves realistic expectations. But then secondly, making sure that we stay on the path of what we have to stay on to make sure that we are doing this for ourselves. We're not doing this for other people. So when you compare yourself to another person, you're basically, in essence, living their journey through them. And that's really not what we're doing here, right? I mean, we're supposed to be living this journey, going out, making things happen with us and our journeys and how we overcome things, becoming stronger, becoming wiser, becoming smarter of all the things that we have to go through to get there. Everything in general matters, So with that being said, let me recap. First, set realistic and define what your expectations are for yourself. Don't let society define what that success might look like. Don't let family define what that success might look like. You define what that success looks like, whether it's small incremental successes or whether it's a big picture success. And don't give yourself too lofty of a goal that you cannot achieve. Be realistic with your journey. Be realistic with your goal or your outcome because it's the only way that you're going to be successful is if you feel like you can accomplish it or it's within reach of where you want to go to. That's the first part. Second part is stay in your lane, focus on your journey, and not compare yourself to other people and their successes. God, that's so difficult, isn't it? It's so hard. We all try to compare ourselves to somebody because it might we think it's motivating us or we think it's getting us there when nine times out of 10, it ends up derailing us because we then, one, maybe we see them going faster than or being more successful than us. Or also, how about if they fail, right? If they fail, then it, then it stops you from having hope towards you being successful because then you're like, well, if they can't do it, then I can't do it, man. This really sucks. So 
comparison has got to come out of the equation. You've got to stop comparing yourself to other people to make sure that you can stay in your lane to be the best version of you moving forward. I've been thinking about this a lot over the last couple of weeks. I'm glad I got these thoughts out there with you guys. I hope you appreciate it. I hope you guys put some thought into it too. I would love to hear your feedback on it. Maybe send me that email. Like I said, my email is liquidshano1973 at gmail.com. You can reach me on Instagram at liquidshano1973. You can reach me on Facebook at liquidshano1973. I've even got a blog called copytalk.net. You can also go on to my website, liquidshano1973.com. Go on there and have access to the podcast, to the feeds, to everything, to the store, to buy merchandise, whatever it is. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from you, letting me know what your thoughts are on this topic right here, if it meant anything to you or if it resonated with you, or if you just want to go on to iTunes, pop on there on the bottom, go in and leave some feedback. Give me a couple comments on there so that way I can read your thoughts and read exactly where you're at and what your thoughts were on this episode here, okay? So have a great day, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. It's Wednesday tomorrow. Let's get out there. Let's make things happen. It's hump day over the week. We can head towards the weekend and be successful. And remember, achieve those goals that you're trying to shoot for in small incremental sizes to make yourself feel better about each day that you're living. We'll talk later. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on all other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook just by looking up Liquid Shano 1973. If you get a chance, hop on over to iTunes, scroll all the way to the bottom, and leave some feedback about our podcast because we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.